is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, joined by the one and only RedRiverHorror.com founder, Eddie Cayazzo. Hi, Ed. Hi, Joe. Good evening. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. I'm still actually a little bit sick. Really? Yeah. The lingering effects of whatever it is that you had. Yeah, and, and it's crazy. It's not COVID. I've been tested twice now. Yeah, and all results came back as a, as a negative? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Hey. Want to start over? No, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Everybody gets a notification every now and then. <laughs> it happens. What are you going to do? We're yeah, okay. We are. We're okay here. So it's episode number 53. And before we get into it, remember, go on to KeystoneRetro.com and use code REDRIVER for 10% off your order. Do it. That's at KeystoneRetro.com. Check out. Yeah. Check out <laughs> Red River. Mm-hmm. 10% off. Thanks, Steve. Anywho, as we get into things, there was... A couple of things that I wanted to talk about today with like in general, like some general talk mm-hmm. and then we, our main event will come up in a little bit. Okay. But before we get into that, so something big happened in the music world that obviously, I mean, probably upset me a little more than, than I was a bigger fan of both oh, this guy's bands. Especially the person and who he is. Yeah. Yes. So I was just like, well, I mean, you liked, you liked the Iowa album. I did a lot. Yeah. I think everybody did. I, just, I mean, so, if we were young. We were young and... 20, 20 years old this year. Was that the one produced by Rick Rubin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was Rubin on that one? He might have done both. Their okay. first two. I, I, I think I heard the... I mean, I dude, yeah. I was a pop music fan. So whatever Rubin did, I probably... That's the one I liked. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, so the passing of Joey Jordison at the age of 46, they didn't really say any details. So that's a shame. I know he was in... Poor health and rumors were that he had drug issues in the past. Maybe they came back. I don't know. Either way, that's a real shame um, because, you know, the Slipknot's obviously the, the well-known band. And you can give them, if you want to cross over with the horror genre, they're, one of their first music videos of Spit It Out has a lot of horror parody in it. Oh, okay. Uh, that includes Joey being the guy riding a tricycle in a hotel and runs into the twins, basically doing the scene from The Shining. Ah, so the guy had a love for horror movies and a love for music and had his side project, the murder dolls, which, you know, I loved a lot, which yes. is a going to get a whole episode dedicated to horror music, horror rock or horror punk, whatever you want to call it, because it's one of my favorites. And that band is one of the ones that really, really got me into it. So it's a shame to see. See him go, and just to know that that's just not gonna. There's not gonna be a, a third Murder Dolls album. Oh but, man! Yeah, you know, those, those are the breaks. I know two. I know two drummers. He was a very important figure, uh, especially at the age we were when Slipknot came out. Oh yeah. Every like it didn't matter who you are. Everyone always said the same thing. It's just like there's a guy. I know you know. I never really. I I never really listened to Slipknot not that much. But but I do love the drummer. Like that was always like a thing. Oh yeah, you know well, he's, he was just an absolute monster, yeah. just an absolute monster who brought in uh, styles that you know at that time, you know, new metal was just so huge, which was like a you know very simplistic, down heavy kind of sound, and he brought an element that came from like thrash and death metal into that scene. That's just fast. It like he did it. Usually it's just like fast and straightforward, but he did it just fast, wick, and just with wicked fills. So it's wow. like you can compare like guy like what Travis Barker did for like a punk genre is what he did to that metal genre. Okay, you know you can put those guys in in you know just being the next step above 
of everyone else around him. Well, let's tip so. let's tip a tip a beer to Joey Jordison. Yeah, so that's a shame. For many so great uh pour one out for that guy. Many great years. Mm. And uh and actually just to tie it back to horror, you said their first their first uh big music video had a lot of horror uh like imagery. Uh, I'm not sure spit it out's the very first. It might be. Okay. So it'd be between that and wait and bleed. Well, uh Wait, Wait and Bleed is on the Scream 3 soundtrack. It sure is. Which back in the day... Now, understand, everybody listening, this was back in the day. Mm -hmm. Creed was a very popular band, and Mark Tremonti was very... He was very... Like, his influences were all really heavy. Mm -hmm. Like, his... Like, so, yes, he was in Creed. He wrote a a lot of the the radio-friendly adult contempo hits that you know, but his influences were, like, the Seven Dusts and Tool and... You know, heavier stuff, and Slipknot was on the album with a slightly toned down version. The radio cut of "Wait and Bleed." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the soundtrack where I'd like. <laughs> that's one where I think we do a whole episode to it too, and I think we, we might have talk, talked about that before, just because that's such a big one to us. Like we've even hinted at it a few times. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because like even when we did Freddy versus Jason, that's like a bit on that not not quite on the same level as a scream 3 soundtrack but pretty close in my mind yeah actually now i'm looking at the full track listing i mean this was on our cd players on the septa bus yeah pretty pretty heavy rotation yeah i would think there's one song that i still pop on every now and then i've never heard any other song by this band never knew them anywhere else so we'll have to we'll have to do a dig where we actually play some clips if we can do that we will can yeah. we play clips though, or we? I, don't, I we guess. Gonna, I guess if we're, we're not g- big enough. I was gonna say if, if we're prof- profiteering, if we're profiting off it, maybe we can play like I think you get a certain amount of time with clips. I think we can play. So at least on the radio, yeah. It, when you're not a music station, you're allowed to play thirty seconds or less of a song. Fair enough. We could so, do that. So I think that would apply to podcasts, and if it gets booted off of something, then we'll or if or if YouTube because all of our. You can, uh, of course, subscribe yeah. to the Red River Horror Channel on YouTube. Our podcasts are automatically posted there. They will let you know immediately if there's a copyright. <laughs> yeah, they will. So, so, I mean, we'll deal with it when, when that time comes. But we will. We, we should do, yeah, we should cover the Scream 3 soundtrack produced by Creed, but Wait and Bleed was on that. It was. Do you want to take a guess at that song that I'm talking about before we move on? <sighs> One more time, the hints. So the hint is that it's a band that's, probably the least known on that track listing and i know you like the song a lot too but it's like i've never heard that band's full album i've never heard another song by them i've never even heard of them outside of this soundtrack can i look again at the soundtrack yeah look at you, you got the track listing for you can, okay you can use that i'm just not not meant to be that not meant to stump you okay i want to go through the artists but i don't want to give them away if we're gonna no. do a it's just one of them no so. we know them pretty well yeah no, we know them, and that song was in Fast and the Furious too. Yes, it was. I know, I know, I know, I know these things. I'm not even. I can't even see the screen. I know exactly what song it is. Oh, dude, I, and it's a song we both liked. Yeah, from a band that literally had man, what a great list of bands here. <laughs> Just, oh my gosh, uh, the only song I know by them, unless you got further into it. I'm just going to take a guess. I'm actually stumped because it's a pretty good, damn good band listing. I'm going to say Cold Chamber. No, because I knew more of Cold Chamber. This band, I've heard more of Cold Chamber. This band I've never heard of other than this this soundtrack. Is American Pearl not listed on there? 
Oh, American Pearl is listed. Oh, yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. Automatic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's automatic like a burning girl. You're a star like everyone. Yes. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh, man. Yeah. That was a good song. It was. Uh, we're, we're doing... All right, we're moving <laughs> off of this. Yeah, Joey we get, Jordison, we, we tipped one for you, brother. Yeah. God bless. R.I.P. Big big drums in the sky. Joe, do you want some some more scream before we get into the main course? Well, I, th- I think you got something scream-wise coming my way because we're going to be getting prepped for Scream 5 pretty soon. Scream 5 is supposed to be coming out. Ooh. I will uh, just look that up real quick just to see when but so i had a question for you that i actually posed to the red river horror twitter followers Mm. how would you feel Mm -hmm. if stew were still alive not good not good no okay can i show you a picture that I've seen teased. Okay. Oh, nothing from the, the. There's been no. There's been a few things released. That's not one of them. Somebody put it. Some a fan. I mean, he got <laughs> gutted. Usually, usually the rule is if you don't see it, then they're not dead. But they're not necessarily. Well, he dead. had the TV on his head. Yeah, but then it's all right. All right. He had the TV. But how do you get like? And then there's like everybody's there. So how would he even get out of it? I, I get you. All right, all right, all right. So so he's not look look like he's not listed in the cast or anything like that. Um, it's supposed to be coming out January fourteenth, dude. Didn't Scream Four come out in like January that year? It was winter. It wasn't Halloween. Oh man. So let me let me they, just. They were usually summer. Like the first three were all summer releases. Hmm. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Why wouldn't they be? We talked about that with Nick the one time where it's like you it used to be like August was the hot month yeah. for hard to get like as part of like selling stuff. Yeah. I might have talked about with somebody else where it's like you had your big horror releases in August so that you had the merchandise out for that Halloween season. Oh yes, we did. That that was either with yeah. Joe D or Nick. Yeah. So either different take or movie babble. So that's the picture. Somebody created that. That's not that's that's not official. Yeah. See trailer so concept. Matthew Lillard. Scarred up. Yes. No, not doing it? I'd rather not. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know where they're going to go with it, but I don't think that's the right way to go. Did you like Scream 4? You know what? Honestly, I need to watch it again because like, I was thinking about it. All I can remember was there was maybe like one kind of cool scene in a barn. Oh, yeah. I only saw it in theater. We only saw, I only saw it in theaters with you. Oh, okay. I've not watched it since. I've seen the funny thing is I've seen pieces of it since, but the reason I didn't watch it in between mm-hmm. is because I loved it so much when we saw it. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember not like. I remember liking it better th- than probably two and three. Uh, my my listing right now mm-hmm. goes one, four, two, and three. Yeah. That's. I mean, I think that's fair. I remember. Yeah. I remember walking out of it and being like, "Oh, you know what? That was probably the better of any kind of sequel." Yeah. Kind of like how we felt after like H two O the first time. Yes. You know, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good. A good uh, connection. Okay, that's fine. So, so I just wanted. I wanted to show you this picture specifically and mm-hmm. get your thoughts on it. And you gave them to me. So let's move on. Yeah, I, I would not be thrilled if the stew character made its way back. I'm curious how they're going to do it because that now remember it's like. Four did the copycat, right? 
It's actually a little bit no, more. No, it's got a little more depth to a it. A little more interesting than that. That's right. We'll watch it. Maybe we'll do that outside of the mountain. I, I think we should. You know? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta play catch up. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's about time to watch that again. Agreed. <laughs> uh, Agreed. So, all right, man. So I'm, I'm off of the scream thing. Next. It's all, it's all gravy, baby. So that leads me to um, another a trailer that dropped this week. Ah. And so here's the thing. You know, it, it is Red River Horror, and we've had an op- episode before. I don't. Have to, I think we did. Men- we definitely mentioned it in that episode when I asked you what is scary. Yes. And I'm 99 percent certain that I brought this up. That the opening scene from the original Ghost, well, not the opening scene, but the scene in the original Ghostbusters where they they see their first ghost yeah. in the library. Uh, get her right. Yeah. Yes. I. I oh I mean I was a, I was little yes I was terrified of that scene and that's terrified a, that's a jump scare too that's not a joke yeah no that's it's, it's like it took me until I was like much older to actually pay attention to take like the dialogue as it is with right. like, stay close do exactly as I say yeah. get her <laughs> like now it's hilarious but when yeah. you know when you're like eight or nine you 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 you. You You're don't not gonna pick you don't realize that. that that's as much of a joke as it actually is. Right. Uh, all you see is that this old lady ghost thing turns into like a terrifying ghost thing and comes at them. Yes. It scared me to death. I, I I totally I think I, I have to listen to that episode again, but I'm almost positive I would have said yeah I would yeah. I would agree with that. And in, in general, the the Ghostbusters movies have creepiness to them because they have ghosts. Yep. And they add like in the, it's, uh, I mean the first the first two. Uh, second one's a little more goofy, but they still try and have like creepy stuff in there. Yes. Um, yeah. Child with, like, gets abducted. The child gets abducted with that nanny. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And that thing comes flying, or the way that view his, his eyes shift mm-hmm. uh, before things really start going down, and that's what leads me to what I'm very much looking forward to at this point after seeing the trailer, this uh, Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife. Ah. Okay, that's the Jason Reitman. Son of Ivan Reitman, who right. was the director of the original Ghostbusters movies. And he's he's on pretty frequently a local radio show here. Jason Reitman? Yes. Really? Yep. The big one. The big the big morning juggernaut. P and S? Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. They're they're, they're up for something uh what elect voted for Hall of Fame. Radio Hall of Fame. Yeah. I voted. Best of yeah, absolutely. You know. Shout out to the. That's actually one of my bucket list goals that I forgot to mention in the last episode is huh? getting Steve Morrison on here. Oh, on the podcast? Because he's a big horror nut. And he's also from the same, you know, he's lived in the same neighborhood that we grew up in. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's in Mount Airy. No, well, I don't want to. Well, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. I know, that, I know that he has since relocated. <laughs> I know he has since relocated. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, he was a known figure. Like when your wife worked at a CVS, yes, he was known to be down there. Mm-hmm. Um, when friend of the show Jeff Mitchell tweeted at him to donate nine dollars and thirty three cents to the Roxbury United Youth Soccer, he you know gladly retweeted with a quote about how he was going to do it. Wow. Okay. So you know, overall, oh, I mean, Steve's awesome. Yeah, he's he's an awesome guy. All right, so yes, it's pre- the the number one morning show in Philadelphia. Just for your reference, is Preston and Steve. Yeah, <laughs> there's no question about it. Um, and Steve Morrison is a big uh, a big horror fan, 
And I've heard Jason Reitman. Now, Joe, you know, I produce another morning show. Yeah, you work the same hours they do. I work the same time <laughs> they do in Philadelphia. So uh, when before that, when I would listen, I would hear I heard Jason Reitman at least twice on the program. So I kind of knew it was coming. They have a pretty good relationship with him. Mm. So I knew this Ghostbusters thing was coming and then think COVID happened. Yeah. And I, you know, started producing another morning show. Yeah. And, uh, I'm curious what the right and Philly ties are. I feel like, I don't know if he has any, I just know. Uh, that yeah. He's just been on just out of press. Well, you know what? Yeah. A lot of people seem to genuinely like going on that show. They do. Cause like I even saw the comedian, Burt Kreischer, uh, tweet about voting for Preston and Steve and how much he's loved going on the show for the last 15 years. Wow. Um, like he's done like their bike ride to the shore. He's gone up for the day at the slopes. Okay. Like if he was there for the day at the slopes from like my bachelor party we went up there, we we're going to try and get him to like, he's known to just pop by for a beer. Wow. He's you know, he's a, the movie Van Wilder is based on him. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Except he's, you know, he just seems like a really nice guy. He was just in town the other day for a comedy show. I did not go. Okay. But that's different. I like him as, I like him the guy. His stand up is not my thing. I like him as like a host for that's things. That's fair. But yeah, you know, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. Absolutely. So anyway, so, yeah. I, I know we went off on that, but yes, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Joe, uh, when do you want to play the trailer? I just want to add one more thing to Philly Connect because the sister, Jason Reitman's sister, has made appearances on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. Which has, maybe Rob McElhaney has something to do with it because he's also a big friend of the show. Huh. Who knows? But anyway, her role is she has a dead tooth and was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then is currently undergoing surgery to transform from a person to a cat. So, anyway, okay. You saw the trailer, right? I did, but the last time I saw it was when we watched it for the... Uh, I don't know if that was the what is scary or if that was one of our preview to 2021. Oh, have you not? No, this one just dropped. Oh, no, no. The new one I did not watch yet. Oh, let's yeah. br let's break it down. All right, here we go. Giddy up. So you got small town. They got the water tower. Mm -hmm. Spinners, burgers, red hue. Have you been to one? No, the real. I don't know. <laughs> but Paul Rudd. Uh, is it doing that thing where the audio don't sync right? Hold on. Apologies for the technical difficulties. What are you doing here? All right, we're yeah, starting start over. Start it over, because that just... Gosh darn it. Mom. I don't know. I'm fine with Trevor. Do you want to stop? She's awkward. No, no, we got, we got it. Paul Rudd, the chick from a new home, that HBO show I like. Start fresh. And uh, I just wish some kids. Some Finn Wolfhard. The dude from the Stranger Things. Is that me that dropped that or did you drop it? No. Yeah, so we're getting those technical difficulties. Stay with it. Keep talking. Come on. This is a creepy old farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. Yes. All right, we're back. My grandfather bought a creepy old farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. He yeah. could hardly keep the power. That's Janine. Janine. Oh, no. You're saying he left us nothing? Well, I wouldn't say nothing. Yeah. <sighs> the Ecto-1. You went with the station wagon? It's the only one that had an engine. Oh. Yes. So the basis so far is that Egon moved out to this small town in the middle of nowhere. 
And why? What is happening here? Who knows? But he apparently ran Somehow. out of money. The town with no fault. His family had nowhere to go, so they basis. move into this old farmhouse. Maybe it's the apocalypse. He gone came out here for a reason. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Mm-hmm. Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? You or any of your family ever seen a little stay puff marshmallow man. <laughs> so. Oh my god. You guys hear that? Something's coming. Yes, have some. <laughs> a whole city. Took the walking dead. Closed. Oh, <laughs> was that was that uh, the Ray Liotta? Not Ray Liotta. <laughs> uh, Dan Aykroyd. It sounds like it. Yeah. Is it is it Dan or is it Bill? Oh, uh, I th- I think it sounded like Dan. Uh, I think it's going to be Dan Aykroyd because yeah. him him and Egon were closer. Right. In uh, the original story that Dan Aykroyd wrote. Man, this seems <laughs> this seems like it just brings it just brings back so much. Yeah, so wow. I mean what I'm gathering that it's like so I was really skeptical about this at first. Sure. And the thing that brings me back where I'm just like like what are, how is this going to work? Mm-hmm. And so now th- this trailer you get more of an idea of how it's going to work. Yes. It's like, okay, like this family, they got to go suddenly inherit this land from RIP Harold Ramis, yep. his character Egon. And it's just like, well, why the hell? Like when, it, when they first show it in the very first show, it's like, well, why would he even go out there? And then you have like Janine, oh, he could barely keep the lights on. Yeah. And then it turns out that, uh, you know, it might be like the center of that paranormal activity or whatever. Uh-huh. So he's definitely out there to study the goings on right you hear paul Rudd. it might have skipped out on the audio where he's just like uh this pl- town with no fault lines has been shaking every day for a week huh so i really 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 like uh the way this makes it look they're, they're setting it up pretty yeah pretty cool and i am looking at the cast and holy crap i'm excited about this film yeah i mean yeah <laughs> I mean, this 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 seems like uh the right way to go um yeah, after and I still haven't watched it, and I do want to watch it. I haven't seen the 2016 Ghostbusters. I will watch it, and it's not for any reason other than it was it was a crap storm when it came out. Both both sides, people hated it, and then it was like a sexist thing to hate it, and then all of a sudden, like it blew up into this huge <laughs> PR nightmare. And I'm like, okay, I have to see this separate from from this media coverage right yeah. now like i have to step away from that and then i will watch it and if it's good it's good if it's not whatevs that's what i did after spending um on the old talking nerdy i spent a lot of time just trashing it before it even came out okay um and, and, and a lot of that was because like i wasn't i wasn't wrong 
<laughs> like, right, right. Um, it was, you know, at the at the height of Melissa McCarthy's shtick. Right. Like, ah, I'm going to yell, oh, I fell down. I don't right. know what hole that came out of. Yeah, I got gotcha. That was the shtick. You know, that was like her shtick. So that was getting tired. Um, yeah, I was pretty much worn out. Worn out. I'm just like, you You got to change it up. Because you're, you're into comedy. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, nothing nothing against her. That's This is just very personal. I don't mean to, to offend anyone. No. <laughs> but so anyway, so I actually did give it a fair fair chance. Okay. Uh, I am still blocked by Leslie Jones. That's right. Uh, on Twitter. Yeah. She was so angry during that whole thing. Well, because like, I guess she wanted a stronger reception. Yeah. But like the problem... The problem, the movie has a really good opening scene. Okay. With uh, Zach Woods, who I think's he's funny. I mean, he's typecast. He can really only play one type of guy, and he plays that guy in this for, for a minute. Yes. Where they try, and, uh, but the rest, the rest of the movie where it really struggles is that it's like, you know, there's parts where like they're trying to like do like an homage, like I think, like, you know, a couple cameos here and there, but, um, a lot of time is just wasted on being like, we're the Ghostbusters and we're women this time. It's like, okay, it's like, okay that's fine. Yeah. And then it's just a little over, you know. It fits like the, it's not, it's not for, it wasn't made for me. Okay. So I have little cousins who were probably around like my daughter's age now, like 11. Yeah. So like kids I know who were like, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12, when it came out, absolutely loved it. Yeah. Because that's more what it's geared towards. Okay. So then I I would be able to appreciate that. And even though it's probably rated PG-13, it still has a vibe where it's just like a younger person probably would really enjoy this. Okay. It's just, it wasn't for me. I will and, give it a fair, you know what I'll do? Yeah. I'll give it a fair shake with Little Eddie. We'll, we'll watch, because I grew up with Ghostbusters. We'll see. Yeah. Which, See how he responds to it. You will laugh at the opening scene. I mean, open scene solid. Okay. Um, you know, and they do what they can, but it's just uh, it becomes a bit much. Yeah. For me, but that was the the style at the time. Back in those days, you had to wear an onion on your belt. Cause that was the style at the time. But they didn't have those yellow onions. You only had the big white onions because of the war. The hell is that? That's Grandpa Simpson. Come on, that's Abe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so, dude. I finally watched The Simpsons, and I, I ooh, yeah, I, uh, oh, a new one. Yeah. Yikes. Well, no, no. I actually, I well, I watched the. What do they do on the? <laughs> where are they? The um, Disney Plus. Ah, that's it. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. So I, so I watched them. Not everyone that I remember is really watchable. They do. It does end at a certain point around season 11 or 12. Yeah. That's a, once we get out of the nineties and into the mid two thousands, it's, it's, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's the people that are older than us. They'll tell you it's after Armin Tanzarian, which I think is season <laughs> nine. Oh, that's a good episode. See, I know like there, I know people who are like in their later forties. They're like, nah, that was the end. Well, I, I can see if you were a if you were a from day one if you if you from were the a Tracy Ullman show right if you were a Principal Skinner fan yeah I could see how that would who oh, the fuck's a Principal Skinner fan Principal isn't that his name yeah but who's a fan who's just like I love Principal Skinner 
Yeah, but he likes that episode. He likes the Armin Tanzarian episode. Too. Okay, good. It's a good one. Yeah, no, yeah. It's it's if you if you don't like character changes, then you won't like that episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, it never gets brought up again. Or it probably <laughs> has at this point. It's been twenty years. Which is which is probably good. Yeah, but anyway, back to Ghostbusters. Was there any? Was there any parts in like the OG Ghostbusters that like genuinely gave you a scare? Uh, in the original Ghostbusters. Hmm. <sighs> He's staring right at me. That that was a scary moment. I wouldn't say I was scared of it. Yeah. Uh, with Slimer in the, at the end of the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that being scary. I can see it. <laughs> He's right here, Ray. What do you mean? <laughs> He's staring at me. <laughs> I'm in slime. Ah! Like yeah. Yeah, that that, that I, I, I'm trying to remember if I was afraid of that when I was younger. I know that the painting guy, the Vigo in the second one, that scared me. Yeah. No, I was a little bit older. Yeah. Uh, when well, Ghostbusters two. No, I guess I wasn't. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. It's a tough call, but yeah, no. There's the, the, like there was a lot of things in, in those first two that definitely scared me. More so the first one. Yeah. Uh, especially with like uh, the the real the the funniest character in both movies rick moranis oh my gosh yeah because <laughs> uh i forget like when the demons chasing him down was it to make him not gozer what does he become i can't remember but either way that thing was creepy yeah the, Especially the, the, the cha- woman or the dog the dog oh yeah I mean, let me in let <laughs> yeah. me in. chasing him down and uh, yes and i never knew why they didn't i guess i uh, <laughs> Why they didn't let him in? Yeah. I don't. It's New York, baby. Yeah, there's crazy people all over. Just ignore them. Yeah, which prob probably what would actually happen. Probably yes. Even here. <laughs> oh, I if if I if I would have watched it again, I I haven't seen it in a little while. Mm. I'd have to. It'd have to jog the memory. You know. You know who was scary? He's he is way funnier watching those movies as an adult. Like he has, he's an accountant. Then the party at his house is for his clients. It's like he's just like telling, like he's just like, oh yeah, this Bill Gina, I helped him out. They had a real tissue with the tax code after buying new plates. Like uh, he had some old investments that I had to transfer, so I had. To- <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just like airing people's financial business. <laughs> he's just their accountant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That ma- that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, yes, I do remember the whole thing with Sigourney Weaver mm-hmm. in the apartment where she gets like, like not yeah. Are you the gatekeeper? Not Evil Dead, but she gets strapped to the chair and then pulled yeah. through the dimension. That freaked me out. And yes, when they arrive and she's like possessed yeah. on the bed, that did creep me out when I was yeah. younger. Or just when the eggs start like stuff starts falling out of the fridge and the eggs yeah. crack and they start cooking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some good stuff. That's 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 creepy. You yes. talk talk about a movie that's funny and creepy at the same time. I mean, they nail it in that one. Yes. You know, where mm-hmm. it's like a good a good mix of both. Okay. So yes, I did I did think of that 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 part, that whole thing from the time she gets sucked into the doorway that's lit to the uh to yeah, the stuff cooking and, and then when they arrive and she's Yeah, you know. There is no data, only soul. <laughs> Are you the gatekeeper? <laughs> so <Right>. good. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that's that's 
that's my bit with that trailer being dropped. I just got really excited for it now because I feel, you know, great cast. Really good cast. Yeah. I mean, you know, I love Paul Rudd. I don't care what any. Yeah. Who hates on him? I don't know, actually. Somebody out there does. Like, I'm sick of Paul Rudd and his shit. It's like, I don't know. He just does his. He's, yeah, somebody hates Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd just does what Paul Rudd does. I'm trying to remember the woman's name. Is it Laura Dern or something? I don't know. It might be her name on The Leftovers. But if you haven't watched The Leftovers on HBO, you gotta watch The Leftovers okay. on HBO. That's one of my. That show. Jeez. You wanna get, you wanna get like depressed and creeped okay. all at the same time? No. Yeah, well, it'll do it. <laughs> it'll do it to you. I had to stop watching the, uh, what was it, the the Handmaiden's Tale. It genuinely. Oh, you did start it. I started. I remember when I talked about? It, I'm like, it's it's it'll it's disturbing. But but that's the thing. It's just like you know what? I'm not in. I don't want to be depressed right now. So it's like I'm gonna have to find time to finish watching that. I got like four episodes in. Oh, you gotta keep going. Yeah. Like the at the beginning's just gut wrenching. Yeah. It stays that way, but you know, they start to figure it out on how to how to fight back or yeah, 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 yeah. resist. You, yeah. You you gotta see how it unfolds. Okay. But yeah, the first first few episodes, I mean, it, it's very immersive in that sense where it's just like you just feel devastated. Yeah. And um yeah. It's not optimistic. No. no. <laughs> and even where the last season left off, it's kinda you know. It, it left me wanting more, but it was, a, it was a good finish. I don't know if I'm going to continue to watch it. We'll see. I mean, it's like yeah. it's one of those things that just like I can't watch it on a Friday night. That's just not. Yeah, that's too depressing. I can't watch it during the day. It's I did. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's I can't find a good space for it. I'll, yeah. Maybe I'll try again. I don't yeah. know. Well, but is, is Leftovers this... is dis- depressing in a different way. Okay. The leftovers, the the I've definitely talked to you, I've probably talked to you about this at some point. I've, I know someone listening has definitely heard me drop it. I, I I keep it at a minimum because I want everyone to watch it because it's like I I would love to just talk about this show all all day. Okay. Um, but the the general idea is so this, I forget what the actual date is, but anyway, so there's this day where half of the was it one third, is it one third or half? Might be half. Which one's the snap? The snap is one third of the world's population. I can't remember. Is it does. Half? So yeah, I think it's half. But either way, so it's just people just vanish. Okay. So you're out of, out of nowhere. I think it's one third. One third of the population might be half. I'm getting. Avengers, the snap, same exact type thing. Because okay, you know what so, the snap is, right? Yeah, so the snap happens and people Basically, disappear. that's, yeah. And this is before the snap on the movie. This, you know, <laughs> right. this, this show happened before that. Okay. Um, but it might have happened in a couple. Well, you're, you're right. I don't know. Either way. So it's all not a Marvel show, is it? People, no. Okay, good. All no, right. no, no. It's Justin Thoreau. Right. Um, the woman the, who. This blonde name? woman? McKenna Grace? No, that's a, that's is that a kid. A, is that a kid? That's a kid. <laughs> all right, let's see. Who's Who's the chick in the Ghostbusters? Uh, Carrie Coon? Yeah, that's it. Who plays Callie? Yeah. In Ghostbusters? That's it. She's 40. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, either way, so it's like, now you have all these people have just disappeared, and it goes what what life is like after this event. So, it goes up to not a year later, but almost a year later. Okay. Um, And just how... 
Like what? Let me just pick. Can I pick your brain on this for a minute? Sure. Just because you know, I know we're running up on time, but still, I'm just curious. Where, if what would you think would happen to like society if something like that happened? Like people just vanished without a trace. Uh, it would probably get pretty, pretty rough. I would think. Like I think that there would be a a sense of lawlessness, and there'd be some people that are left that would make life very difficult for other people that are left. So I think there would be probably be a lot of crime. Uh, some, you know, some probably not favorable stuff. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think it would be, I think with people like that being unchecked, like actual bad people, mm-hmm. let's just say it's a third, right? A third of the world's population is left. Well, a third of that population, or maybe less, will be bad people, mm-hmm. and they will make life horrible for the remaining yeah. people. Yeah, so you get, like, <laughs> not quite purgy, but... Okay, that's, um, that's, what I was, that's yeah. along the lines of what because I was thinking. Because, like, you know, so Justin Thoreau, who's stars in it, he, he is the... He's a sheriff. Okay. Like, well, he's local police. Yes. Um. So and he was before the snap. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's so he's he's a lawman. Yeah. All right. So I mean the the it's not necessarily like chaos in a lawlessness sense. All right. You know, so you get like this mix of how people react react to it. So, um, this mix of people being like insanely depressed and weird. So you have like weird like cults and churches, like yes. everything trying to explain it and it gets really, you know, and then there's also a lot of people just faking it to pretend like there's nothing I can do about it. So let's get back to normal. Right. So let it boil. Check it out. It's pretty cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. But other, otherwise, I mean, I'm hyped for Ghostbusters. Sorry for letting me talk about the, thanks for letting me talk about the leftovers. Yeah. Anybody out there knows anybody wants to talk leftovers with me, I gladly would. I haven't watched the show in a while. I tried to um, get my wife to watch it with me a couple of years ago. Too depressing? Uh, well, so I, I have to warn anybody. So here's the thing. When all those people disappear, guess what they had? Pets. So one of the things he does as a cop is like when there's wild dogs and stuff, they just there's literally people who just pop them. Okay. She did not care for that. So there's a lot of animal death. Just in like the first two episodes. Okay. So wild dogs, they're getting shot up by the people that are left. Yeah. Okay. There's not like how you how are you gonna run a shelter? That's yeah, no, that's bad though. That's that's sad. I could say Well that's what that what just what adds to it. It's just like, you know, yeah. You know, you pop a dog and it has like the family collar. It's just like, oh, they're gone. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Deep, 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 stuff. deep, deep. But anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. So Ghostbusters does the exact opposite for, for me. Uh, the trailer, this trailer and the one before it, when we watched it around Christmas time, mm-hmm. gives me the warm and fuzzies. It brings me back to a time. It feels like it has, uh, like, like there's a sense of. Mm. nostalgia there which is probably what the marketing department really really wants from me yeah i think this one's targeted <laughs> more towards us whereas that 2016 one was not right yeah so, yeah this this one's the one where you're gonna find your nostalgia slash new generation whereas that other one was new generation yeah okay so i'm in 
The Ecto One. I'm in. It sounded the, the, the mm-hmm. love that. That's the Ecto One, Janine. Yeah. Uh, I looked at the rest of the cast. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, it's amazing how after like two phenomena, they still were never really respected. That's true. Because like remember the second one opens up, they're working like little kids' birthday parties, <laughs> right? And they get he man, he man, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> so. Even after they save the city twice, they get no love. Yeah. But hey. <laughs> that's all i got for you bud you got anything well, else on the on the busters no i'm just excited that was a very enjoyable trailer the warm the fuzzies warm the fuzzies and is that coming out uh oh, okay. thanksgiving all right yeah it was supposed to be out uh it was supposed to be out in june didn't mm-hmm. make it much like a lot of things yeah they pushed it back might be doing it again we'll see we will see but no uh no this was a lot of fun always is um yeah just hit us up at redriverhorror at gmail.com if you have any ideas Mm -hmm. uh we will be doing that clip show that we keep uh threatening to do (laughs) coming up it's coming and then we gotta we're gonna have a guest on that's gonna we're gonna break it up and do a do a little story time kind of sort of kind of we'll see what he comes back with that's right yep so hey, uh, I you know I'm Joe Zakreski. You know, you're Eddie Kayazo. I am Eddie Kayazo. Find us, send us your suggestions. Redriverhorror at gmail.com. I'm at redriverhorror on Twitter. You can find me at Red River Joe on the Twitters. Hey, and, hey, if you know me personally, shoot me a text. You got my number. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, uh, do me a favor and just remember to uh, keep traveling those uh, channels of fear. <laughs> <laughs>